Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with the song entitled, Going Home.
The world is full of wealthy paupers. People of everything but the true riches that are found in the Lord Jesus Christ. Many of them have a lovely house but not a home. They can lay claim to all the comforts money can buy but lack the real joy that only peace with God can bring. Some are even filled with anxiety because they have become prosperous through fraud, deceit, or the misuse of friendship. And now a troubled conscience is their constant tormentor. Cecil Rhodes was considered by many to be the instigator of the war between the English and the South African Boers. His main purpose was to obtain the rich natural resources of that area. When he was about to die, however, he called out in remorse, I found much in Africa, diamonds and gold and land are mine, but now I must leave them all behind. Not a thing I've gained can be taken with me. Eternal treasures that abide I have not sought, therefore I actually have nothing at all. Such a deathbed scene dramatically portrays the transient nature of the riches that this world has to offer. Money is a good servant, but a poor master. If the desire for riches becomes an obsession and an end in itself, men soon lose all spiritual perspective and fall into many foolish and hurtful lusts. The Emperor Nero reveled in his earthly possessions and set his heart upon them. From his splendored throne as a ruler of the Roman Empire, he commanded that gorgeous porches a mile long be built around his palace. The ceiling of his banquet hall was equipped at great expense with hidden showers that lightly sprayed perfume upon all who came to visit him. His crown was worth millions of dollars, and his mules were shod with silver. Whenever he traveled, a thousand chariots accompanied him, and he refused to wear the same garment twice, no matter how costly and beautiful it was. Taxing the people unmercifully, he was able to pay extravagant sums of money to anyone who could devise new methods of entertaining him. Yet, with all his riches and splendor, He was a peevish, gloomy, dissatisfied man. The immense wealth he had amassed could not satisfy his soul. Not being rich toward God, he died a suicide. If the Lord has granted you material possessions, recognize the dangers that accompany such prosperity. If you have little, remember that the love of money can blind us to the proper use of time. We may become so engrossed in temporal pursuits that eternal values are entirely neglected. Put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ rather than in riches. Listen now as Scott DeLosier sings for us his beautiful song entitled, Be Still and Know. God. Be still and know 
that he is holy. Be still, O oh restless heart of mine, and bow before the Prince of Peace. Let all noise and clamor cease. Be still and know that he is God. Be still and know that He is faithful. Consider all that He has done. Stand in awe and be amazed. And know that He will never change. Be still. And know that He is God. Be still. And know that He is God. Be still. And know that He is God. Be still. Be speechless. Be still and know that He's God. Be still and know He is our Father. Come rest your head upon His breast. Listen to the rhythm of His unfailing heart of love. Beating for his little ones, calling each of us to come. Be You are listening to Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown and Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations at Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Nancy McClellan plays for us in the piano this wonderful song, Wonderful Words of Life. (laughs) 
It should have been a summer day of beauty and peace at July 11, 1944 in Sicily, but it wasn't. Instead, it was a day of horror and death, a day of hideous ugliness that only war can spawn. Second Lieutenant Robert Craig of Toledo, Ohio, found his platoon of the 3rd Infantry Division in a tough spot. They were trapped by a strong force of the enemy, and there was only one way out as Lieutenant Craig saw it. His citation tells us what he did in these words. He deliberately drew the concentrated fire of a force of about a hundred Germans so that his platoon might withdraw to safety. Lieutenant Craig fell mortally wounded, but his unselfish heroism was not unrecognized. He was posthumously awarded the nation's highest military honor, the Congressional Medal. But this infantry officer is only one of scores of courageous men who in the time of emergency have sacrificed themselves for the safety and protection of others. Many years ago, the ship known as the Express of Ireland sank and many passengers were drowned. Among those who perished were 129 Salvation Army officers. When their bodies were recovered later, not one of them had on a life belt. Survivors told how these servants of God had reacted with calmness and courage when informed that the vessel was sinking. There were not enough life preservers to go around, so they bravely removed theirs and gave them the people they felt were not prepared to meet the Lord. Some witnesses told of hearing them say, We know the Savior, so we are ready to die. Prayerfully, the courageous soldiers of the cross remained on the deck until the waters engulfed them and they were welcomed into God's eternal heaven. Those 129 believers were willing to drown so that the unsaved might have an opportunity to receive Christ. They were motivated by the Spirit of Him who said, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Yet the Lord Jesus Christ, being more than a man, even went further. Demonstrating His deity, He laid down His precious life for His enemies. Millions of sinful people like you and me were thereby rescued from eternal death. There is no greater love. Listen to the words of this song as Ellen Rowaton sing for us Beautiful Hands of Jesus. Beautiful hands of Jesus Reaching out to me Lifting me from sin and self Letting me be free Free to walk in sunshine Free to laugh and sing Beautiful hands of Jesus
Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Olivet Discourse. Matthew chapter 24, verse 21. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be the 70th week of Daniel, the seven-year tribulation period. Three important time references concerning the 70th week of Daniel. The first three and a half years, the middle of the week, and the last three and a half years. Each has its own importance with major scriptural events which will be literally fulfilled. The Lord Jesus Christ was responding to his disciples' questions and then outlines the 70th week of Daniel, which awaits a future fulfillment. The middle of the week, the abomination of desolation gives way to the last three and a half years, which is referred to as the Great Tribulation or a time of Jacob's trouble. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 7. Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. This morning we want to study about the Great Tribulation, the time of Jacob's trouble, the last three and a half years of the 70th week of Daniel. What happens during the Great Tribulation? At the midpoint, remember, there's a war in heaven where Michael and his angels fought against Satan and his angels, and Michael and his angels will prevail, and Satan and his angels will be defeated. And after the defeat, Satan and his angels will be cast down from the heavens to the earth, and there will be great wrath during the last three and a half years leading up to the battle of Armageddon and the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
What are some of the other major events during the last three and a half years of the tribulation period? The image of the beast is set up, Revelation 13, verses 14 and 15. You have the satanic trinity. The false prophet caused the earth to worship the Antichrist. The mark of the beast goes out, Revelation chapter 13, verses 16 and 18. The persecution of the nation of Israel. The nation of Israel uh, flees into the wilderness most likely into the city of Petra, Jordan. It is at this city that God will protect and provide physical food for those of the nation who were watching and waiting, who were obedient and fled into the wilderness. The sudden destruction of the city of Babylon, Revelation 18 to 19. Israel's repentance, Israel's future day of atonement. Prior to the battle of Armageddon and the second coming of Christ, you have the seven vile judgments, Revelation chapter 16, verses 1 to 21. The sealed judgments, remember, which are followed by the trumpet judgments, and then the vile judgments, Revelation 16, verse 1. I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth, verse 21. And there fell upon man a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent, and men blaspheming God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. In the seventh vile judgment, the great hail out of heaven, the great hail will weigh a talent. The largest hailstone in the United States, 8 inches in diameter, in Vivian, South Dakota, on July the 23rd, 2010. The Vivian hailstone was the nation's heaviest at one at 1.94 pounds. The world's heaviest hailstone weighed at 2.25 pounds, which hit Bangladesh in April of 1986. This hailstone will weigh a talent, which is about 100 pounds. Many individuals get excited to see and hear upon the hailstone about the size of golf balls and the damage that they can do. Imagine being hit by a hundred pound hailstone and all the damage it will inflict on the earth. Do I really think this hailstone will be literal? Hail weighing about a hundred pounds? Absolutely yes. God in the time of Moses manifest judgment upon the Egyptians. The seventh plague was of fire and hail. The hail hit both men and beasts and crops. However, not one hail fell upon the nation of Israel in the land of Goshen. Exodus 9, verses 25 and 26. Very enlightening. Instead of the ungodly pleading to God for help, for mercy, for grace... They will blaspheme God because of the harshness of the plague. This is a reminder of the hardness of man's heart against God. The coming tribulation period, the Olivet Discourse, the book of Revelation, has not been historically fulfilled. It was not historically fulfilled in 70 AD or historically fulfilled by either the 3rd or the 4th century. It's not being historically fulfilled during the time of the dispensation of the church. These prophecies await a literal and a future fulfillment. If you have any Bible questions concerning our study on the life of Christ 
or any other biblical questions that you would like answered during our Wednesday night Bible study, ask the pastor, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131 or email Pastor Stewart at Altoona Bible at altoonabible.org. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 says, But God commended his love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God is offering salvation by grace through faith to the whole world. If we believe and trust him, God will save us. We will be delivered from the wrath to come. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 9. Do you know him? If you've never trusted him, you need to trust him right now, right where you're at before it's eternally too late. And for us who are saved, we need to keep understanding God's word, rightly dividing God's word, and applying God's word so that we can be living for him today. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus.